Hello everyone and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Brian Natush and Amber McClelland of Upper Valley Chiropractic. How's it going? Good. It's going great. Awesome. Hello. So let's get started. Tell me a little bit about yourselves and the business and we'll go from there. It's a great place to start. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we, uh, we've, we're chiropractors. We moved into the area here right out of chiropractic school or shortly after uh, in 2004. And um, it started out, uh, Amber had worked for a chiropractor in the area here covering an office for him when he was out for surgery. And I worked, started working in an office down in Londonderry, New Hampshire for a couple of years. Okay. And then uh, we opened up an office together here in Lebanon for, in 2006. So you guys have been working for a while now. Mm-hmm. 14 years. That's pretty good. Yes. 15 for some of us who yes. graduated a year before the other one did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pretty cool. So why this area? You know, it's a little further north, kind of not near the big cities where I typically see chiropractors. Right. We, um, we're, neither of us are from the area here. No. We, I, when I moved to the U.S., I moved to the Midwest, and we both went to grad school in the Midwest, and... Um, didn't really want to stay in the Midwest. <laughs> so he used to ski up this way. He's like, I really think you'd like it up in the Vermont, New Hampshire area. And I was like, totally open to it. And we ended up kind of planted here through a roundabout way. And we've stayed really like the area. It's a great vibe. It's a great place to have a family. So That's we plan cool. on staying here. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. That's awesome. You said you moved to the U.S.? Yeah, I grew up in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, I don't know why I was thinking Europe somewhere, but... No, no. <laughs> I don't I'm have... like, yeah, but you know, actually, that's really cool. I know. Well, I don't even really have my Canadian one anymore either, yeah. so... Yeah. It's there. It's neat. It, it comes out on occasion. <laughs> I grew yeah. up in New Jersey, so and we, we neither of us had, you know, had a, a, a solid connection through here, but we yeah. ended up with it. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. Made it work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a nice area, too, like, as far as scenery goes and everything, so... There's so many opportunities. You know, you got scenery, you got outdoors, you got opportunity to, you know, be adventurous and... Um, food, the food options around here are amazing with like farmers markets and local farms and, and um, just the whole kind of clean air environment. It's, yeah. We don't we take it for granted, I think, and, and yeah. when we're here, but uh, it's huge. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. So f- some of my guests have seen chiropractors on before, but for those who haven't, what do chiropractors do? Yeah. So chiropractors basically work with the idea that our bodies have the opportunity or potential to be healthy and well and adaptable to anything going on in life. And uh, whether it's uh, stresses that are, that are around us or challenging situations or injuries or uh, stressful emotions or toxins, we should adapt to all those things. Uh, but we find a lot of people get bogged down and they can't or don't do it well. And so we as chiropractors look at the whole system and say, okay, where are the opportunities to help the, the body adapt better and heal better and function better and um, plug into life better? And whether that's dealing with the nervous system directly, which is what we typically do, that's what we're trained to do, is to kind of access the nervous system and help the body reintegrate, function more properly, function how it's supposed to without outside interference. But a lot of times our American diets have chemical stressors on us. We have emotional stresses that we didn't used to have. We have demands. We have families. We have go, 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 which is the American lifestyle. And those things accumulate. You look at any study, you look at any, uh, from whether it's, you know, conventional medicine or things that are a little more um, ancillary, you see that everything boils back down to stress. So 
whether you're dealing with cancer or you're dealing with headaches, I don't care what it is, it comes back down to stress. That is a part of the cause. Not always the root, but it is a part of it. And we try to find all the ways that people can help themselves to deal with that. Cool. And and chiropractic medicine seems to help that. It does. It's interesting because the typical, this is something we deal with on a daily basis, is is people think of chiropractors as back doctors or neck doctors. And, oh, if my back hurts, my neck hurts, you know, then I go see a chiropractor. We actually use, personally, chiropractic as our healthcare system in our own family. And and I grew up that way. and, And a lot of our patients find that they use chiropractic as their first stop in mm-hmm. saying, okay, well, how do I get my body working better? You know, I got symptoms going on. What do they mean? And um, what are all the different factors that are playing into this? And so um, when people get adjusted and the, the term adjustment is used to make a, a, a shift or a change the body, typically it's in a joint, but it, it can be in tissues or, or structures around the body. Um, the adjustments change locally in that area, but also massively change the brain pattern of what's going on in the whole system. Mm-hmm. So if the spine is out of alignment and not moving the right way, or a joint is out of alignment and not moving the right way, or a tissue is not moving the right way, it's creating a stress pattern in the brain that doesn't allow the brain to fully adapt to what's going on. And when we do those adjustments, the brain reboots. It typically goes for about 20 minutes of a reset, a reboot process, and the stresses that were going on before aren't currently going on anymore. And it goes through and says, okay, well, how can I adapt better now? And change long term because of the neuroplasticity in the brain. You're able to put down new neural pathways that will either circumvent or completely go around the way your body used to do things or the way it used to perceive things. There's so much neuroscience out right now that talks about how the body and the brain are able to have this communication that essentially rewires your past and, you know, falls you've had where your body has adapted to that injury and over time it now functions this way. If it was not in your best interest, the body is now able to kind of look at that relationship, reroute it, fix it, do what it needs to do to make it now as optimal as possible. Hmm. That's pretty cool. It is really right. cool. <laughs> the human body does some amazing things. It is, and we know so little about it. Yeah. Um, it is. It's fascinating. Like I said, this is this is new, newer science that's been coming out, um, especially in the neuroscience field, just so much about how you can, you know, poke an area and send messages up to the brain that then go, oh, okay, well, we've got to change that because that shouldn't be firing that way and, and sends messages back and just the whole the pathway and the channels and how you can access them and how you can change them and for long-term change. It's really, really fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about your offices specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your focus as far as chiropractors go? So know everyone does things a little bit differently. Yeah. So how do you guys do it? I mean, I think our ultimate goal is to make or I should say not make, we should, we want to enable patients to be as well as they want to be. We don't really have an agenda for patients. If they come in and say, okay, well, you know, I've had migraines forever, blah, 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 blah. We want to obviously address their symptom because that's what they've come to us for. But in doing that, we may uncover, okay, well, you have a dietary component to this. It's not helping, whether it's affecting your hormones, whether it's almost having an allergen type response in your system, we'll look into that. If they have a clear stress response to either their home environment or their work environment, you know, we may not be the best people to address that, but we'll send them out to somebody if they need sort of psychological care for that stuff. You know, we try to function as a, as a home base, not as a primary care. I don't want that to be misunderstood, but as a, as a home base for here's what you've got going on. Here's what I think might be affecting you. 
If I can address those things, great. If I'm not the best person to do that, then let me send you to someone who's better suited for it and have them work with us as a team to get the patient as well as possible for whatever that condition is. And we'll go as deep as they want to go. If they go, I don't want to change my diet, that's okay. I'll tell you the ramifications of that choice, but it's not my choice to make. It's always the patient's choice. Mm. So we, we're on team patient as, <laughs> as far as they want to go, we'll bend over backwards to get them there within our abilities. And, and that's for them to decide because I get to make my choices and they get to make theirs <laughs> in life. Exactly. We, we take it, I think it, to a certain degree, we take a unique approach or we have a, a, um, a unique approach to the adjustments that we do or the care mm-hmm. that we have with each patient. Um, we've spent a lot of time learning different techniques and the term technique is what they use in chiropractic to say, okay, this is how we do an evaluation. This is how we do an adjustment or make a change to the system. Um, and so each technique is like, we look at it as like a tool in a toolbox. Some, some people are very focused on this is the technique I use and everybody gets adjusted with this technique and I don't do anything else. Um, we've found that, you know, even, even more so recently when we're learning more about the brain aspect of this too, that techniques vary person to person on what they need. Mm-hmm. And one technique may work great for Amber, but may work for, not great for you, and you may need something different. Yeah. And um, and so we've really spent a lot of time learning a, quite a wide variety of techniques and how do we make the changes in the system. It can be anywhere from the conventional cracking pipe and type of adjustments that people think of when they think of chiropractic to um, very, very light touch and energetic and holding pressure in a certain area, having somebody breathe a certain way, or um, using a, a, a tool called the activator, puts a vibration to the body. Mm-hmm. Um, Positional adjustments. Positional adjustments where, you know, I can adjust you laying down, but if you stand up and move your arm this way and your brain goes into stress mode because of that, well, let's adjust you in that position. And we have ways to ask the body or check in and say, okay, well, what are the positions we need to work on you in? Or what are the situations or the thoughts or emotions that we have to work on you in? Yeah. What are your help, triggers? Yeah, what, what are the situations to uh, reset? That's so, pretty cool. Yeah, it's fascinating. And it's amazing because every single person is totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, and if you're not very aware of your body, it could be difficult on your end, I would assume, to yeah. figure out how to help them. <laughs> well, it's taken years to get to the point of yeah. being able to read patients' personalities, being able to read you know, nervous system information, being able to, to fully process an exam and go, okay, well, they have decreased range of motion. Well, that's great. What does that really mean? What's it really telling you? Mm-hmm. Is it because they've got a structural problem? Is it because they have a neurofeedback problem? Is it because they've got something stuck in their fat? Is it because they're inflamed because of their diet? We have to be able to weed through that because decreased range of motion is not caused by one thing. Yeah. And it's also usually one person not caused by a single thing. It's usually kind of a a multifactorial issue. So you have to be able to really look at somebody and assess them and and be able to break things down. And again, sometimes you have to either bring in outside testing or an outside person to kind of help work with you to really manage all that because it can be a really deep well. We have patients that come in that, with symptoms that, you know, their primary care, their specialists are like, we don't know why you have this. We're kind of a last stop for a lot of people before they give up. I mean, all joking aside, they really are. We hear that all the time. We, you're our last hope. We're here because we've been to everybody else and we didn't know what he knew what to do. Yeah. So now we're here, you know, that's a that's a lot of responsibility yeah. <laughs> to be the last man standing. So, you know, we've taken a lot of time and a lot of courses and a lot of self-educating and just reading research and such to kind of look into this stuff and figure some things out so you can help those people when they show up at your office yeah. or amass a team because sometimes when they're, they're that far down the rabbit hole, 
you know, you're a big piece of the pie, but they need some other professionals to be working with them at the same time to kind of, in truth, for some of them, beat the clock because they're up against the clock. They yeah. are running out of time. Well, yeah. that makes, makes it seem really cool. <laughs> no pressure, though. There's no yeah. pressure in that job. No, no pressure at all. <laughs> We incorporate some technology into the process too. It's yep. kind of cool. We use some old, you know, old school techniques or old school thought process of working with the body and energetics and, and that kind of thing. But then we also incorporate some of the, some cutting edge technology too. Something we recently added in the last two years is um, a scan that gets, ends up giving a report like this, and it goes through. Um, basically, it's, all of our new patients go through this at this point. Most of the new patients. Uh, it does. A, a, it's called a stress response evaluation. And it helps us see how their subconscious brain is perceiving life around them and how it's responding. Um, that perception kind of determines their ability to adapt or heal or mm -hmm. process or react. And what we find is that while we think our brain is taking everything in and adapting appropriately, most of the time it's not. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, either from traumas or stresses or injuries or, or something along the way throughout life or repetition, we've trained our brain to subconsciously work in either like super turbo overdrive mode and never stop. Even though we close our eyes or go to sleep or go on vacation, our brain says, oh, you taught me to do this. I'm going to do this. and I'm not going to stop. Um, or some people are on the opposite side of the spectrum where their brain is literally trying to sleep and they're waking up every day and saying, okay, I got to go. So we're going to go. And the brain's like, no, 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 but I'm trying to sleep. And um, it really causes a lot of disruption in the system. Yeah. And uh, it's like trying to drive with your gas pedal and your brake pedal down at the same time. It doesn't work. Yeah. Or drive with the gas pedal down on the floor and never take it off. Yeah. Um, at some point, either you run out of gas and the system tanks, or you crash and you have problems. And uh, hmm. so this really helps us see that and say, okay, well, this is what your brain is doing. And if we can get all of those different aspects of the brain to adapt and process the right way, they can heal better. But it's also the answer to a lot of other things that people have going on. Um, challenges with, the, with uh, stress responses or anxiety or um, the inability to uh, get their immune system to run or their inability to digest or inability to balance hormones. Every single one of those situations can come back to the brain that thinks it's in survival stress response like a bear is chasing it right now. Yeah. And if, well, if a bear is chasing you, we want you to do that. Mm -hmm. But if the bear never goes away for 40 years, yeah. that's a really big problem. Yeah. And um, this, and we're finding that's the case for a lot of people. So yeah. this helps us see that and actually help them, help them address that and bring more balance to the system too. And chiropractic plays in that world really, really well. The mm -hmm. fight or flight response was never designed to be a long-term response. Yeah. It was designed to be you ran from the tiger and you got away and you're good. Or you got eaten by the tiger and you don't care anymore. Yeah. So... We live in, in a culture now that has these micro stressors, or in some cases, I would say macro stressors, and they are ongoing. The tiger chases you all day long from the minute you get up, you have deadlines, you're racing to get to work, get the kids, you know, dance class, sports, you don't stop until yeah. you get sucked into Facebook um, and the drama there. You, it's just this nonstop. It's not as drastic as a tiger chasing you for most people. For some people, it is, but it's just nonstop. There's no break from it, and we're not designed to process this. Our brains don't know what to do with that, and it gets stuck in that mode. You don't heal when you're running from a tiger. Yeah. All your body goes to is get away. Yeah. Blood pressure's up. Blood pressure's and stress up. Stress hormones are up. Everything's and, you know, up. Digestion's down, and you know, it doesn't work long term. It tanks hormones, it tanks yeah. immune systems, it does these things, and that's 
So, you know, you show up at our office and you've got all these problems. We're like, okay, well, you know, you're in survival mode. We have to fix that. What does that look like for you? And that's where you have to start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and going, okay, we need to do this. We need to work on this. We need to work on this. We need your nervous system under control. We've got to do all these things because you are literally in survival mode. You are living in this tiny little part of your like old school mammalian brain that says live or die. You can't process higher functioning things when your brain is stuck in live or die on some level. It just doesn't work or not as well as it should. So that's, you know, kind of at a, a most basis level, that's part of what we're working on is getting the brain to function how it's supposed to be and not have that constant level of stress, just messing with the process. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Because um, I totally agree. I heard someone explain once, uh, they're talking about like driving mm-hmm. and how like it's absurd that concept is to, you know, a species that until like 200 years ago, or even 100 years ago, they didn't have cars. They couldn't go mm-hmm. 100 miles an hour down the road. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and just that alone causes stress with mm-hmm. rage and stuff like that. And just to imagine trying to drive and all of a sudden someone cuts you off and you're like, you just go nuts, you know? Yep. <laughs> but you have to think about that too. You can only process so much information. You can only process so much stress. Most mm. of us are, you know, a, an eight ounce glass. We're sitting at seven and a half ounces of stress on any given day. So when that person cuts you off, you fill over. It all starts spilling. And you start screaming at somebody, which is not a super rational response, but you're not in a super rational space because you are now, your cup is filled over. It's spilling all over the place. And you're now in a fight or flight response. You have taken somebody cutting you off as this like, you know, crazy over the top survival type thing threatening your survival and you react accordingly it's not that surprising that people act this way when you step back and go well look at how stressed everyone is they're just scraping by it does not take much to tip them over at all (laughs) and that's why you have you know the ridiculous things that are happening with road rage or you're screaming at your kids at five in the morning because somebody you know can't find their sock like it's not (laughs) i mean and all moms have done it so i'm not judging anybody because i might have been that person at some time in my life so but you you it's and you you as soon as you're doing it you're like this is not a rational behavior right now but you can't stop it because you're so overwhelmed and your system is so amped up you know, that's when you know you've got to make some life changes because it's not, that's not a way to live. Yeah. Very cool. I like that. I like that approach. I think yeah. it's a good way to go about, you know, helping people. So it, it brings a bigger idea to the entire process of health. And, you know, the cutting edge of, of healthcare right now is talking about brain. Everything's about the brain, the brain and the gut, and, you know, how they're working together. And, you know, how do we, you know, the number one fear of aging is not death, it's losing your brain, losing, losing your, your mind. mind. Yeah. And let's face it, a lot of people, they're stressing their mind to the max, and, and, and um, they're on a fast track to that. So the, um, the adjustments really work on each time people come in. It's literally reboot and reset the brain to you know, not continue running the patterns and you know, cut full capacity, you know, ongoing, go, 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 go. And we're trying to yeah. enable patients, yeah. too. It's not about you know, what we can do for you. It's what we can help you do for yourself to Mm. some degree too. Not so much with adjustments, but with lifestyle changes. Start to learn, start to listen to your body. You know, we have patients all the time that will come in and be like, I realized I was really stressed out at work today and I almost lost it. I'm like, well, that's good. 
How did that make you feel? They're like, oh, it was, I, my shoulders are up around my ears and I felt everything tighten up and I could just, I felt a headache starting. I'm like, well, good. Now you can at least start to see that what's happening around you has a physical manifestation. When you start to put those two things together, you start to realize this is a problem and that you need to change. So then we have the conversation. All right, well, what do you, you know, what, what brings your stress down? If you could do anything right now to just zone out and chill, what would it be? For some people, that's walking on a beach. For me, I love Muay Thai. I like hitting things. It makes me happy. <laughs> so, you know, I do that. That's my stress relief. Everybody's stress relief looks different. So we have conversations. What works for you? Because it's all well and good to go to any, you know, care provider and they say, oh, you need to decrease your stress. Great. How? People yeah. don't know how. Or yeah. they would have figured that out a long time ago. You need to exercise more, whatever it is. Right. right? Well, but maybe for them it's not. Stuff. Maybe exercising more increases their cortisol, which they already have too much of because they're already stressed out. You know, exercise is great if your body knows how to take that type of stress and process it. If, mm. if it sees all stress as a negative stressor, exercising is not going to help your problem. And that's, you know, it's, it's complicated. You have to figure out what is going to help this patient at this point in time, which might look different from two months from now, you yeah. know, and, and giving them those tools, giving them breathing exercises, helping them with their nutrition, helping them figure out how to have a healthy impact on their bodies, taking chemicals out of their house, what they're cleaning their house with, what they're breathing, breathing. you know, well, yeah, it's usually eating, but, <laughs> but it can be other things All too, things. trying to enable them to recognize things and how to make healthy changes. That's the patient that's going to get the best when they can start to do a lot of these things on their own and really only need us for adjustments and maybe answer the occasional question about something. That's a patient that you know you've gotten to a really great place in health and you've taught them enough that they can be their own advocate and take care of themselves the way they should be. That whole self-care that's kind of like a buzzword right now. It's yeah. trending. Well, it's something we've just lost sight of over the years. And it's kind of sad that it had to become a thing for us to start acknowledging it. But that's, we really try to promote self-care for the patient and have them acknowledge it and understand it and find tools and ways to implement it. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good place to leave right there. Um, do we miss anything? I think we got everything pretty good. I think, yeah, yeah I'm good. Cool. Awesome. So how do people reach out, get in touch with you if they have any questions or, you know, want to become patients? Well, we have a, a, a website, www.uppervalleychiropractic.com. Um, our Facebook page is great, too. Uh, uh, Facebook.com slash UVChiro. And uh, those are probably the, the easiest ways to reach out. Our cool. phone number, 603-298-7400. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you too for joining me. It's been fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for watching. It's been great. Um, everyone have a good day.